Hi folks, our content warnings for this week are cancer, ADHD, uh, pandemic, autism, and politics. So, yeah, our second warning this week is that we have animals. Sometimes they are noisy. All the chickens are asleep. The dog is asleep. Sergei is rapidly just rubbing his face on one finger and occasionally hooking his eye socket in it and rolling around uh, because that's, I guess, it itches. I don't know. Oh, God, it's so disgusting. Yes, you're disgusting. Our third warning is that uh, uh, we swear sometimes most frequently at Sergei the cat. Yes, there. Is that what you wanted? A good eye socket rub. Oh, God. Yeah. But uh, strong language, uh, so parental advisory is suggested. I don't know. Hi, folks. Welcome to Productivity Alchemy, episode 310. First off, Ursula is off this week. She had her second chemo treatment yesterday and her second uh, uh, super shot. I don't know what else to call it, like the shot that makes her bone marrow bloom and produce white blood cells like whoa um so hey that's that's happening uh so she's tired she is wiped out she is on the uh, downward slope of like uh, what will what is her her sort of recovery period she will be exceedingly tired and probably like completely wiped out and spend most of Saturday and Sunday sleeping if last time was any indication. Uh, so she's not here this week. It's just me and Sergi. Hi, Sergi. Yes. How is Sergi? Uh, chickens are fine. It was, uh, it's, they've slowed down leg and now they've picked up. Um, work has been fine. Uh, Ursula, by the way, update is she is she has been making world word count, but we expect that to drop off because it is now healing time or recovery time from the, and I quote, red devil, whatever that is. Uh, it's apparently a chemo drug that is particularly like hard on the system. So yeah, that's, that's really all the update you're going to get this week. What I have for you to make up for it is a catch-up interview with Reagan Earl, who, you know, has been on before and is absolutely awesome. Reagan is the person who designed the uh, Productivity Alchemy Planner pages, um, the dated and undated versions, a couple years ago before all that sort of planner pages stopped working. I'm sure it'll come back. I'm sure it'll start working for me again, and we will make it happen. Um, but, uh, you know, Reagan is just an awesome person and a lot of fun to talk to. And so we're just going to go talk to Reagan this week, and we will have that for you right after this.
hi folks uh i have a what is this third time third time fourth time third time all right um uh, one of one of our repeat effect i mean repeat uh tributes i mean repeat volunteers um <laughs> reagan earl is here with us this week uh to talk about uh to to play catch up and um so in real time like earlier today i talked to frank uh goser um for his third interview, but because of how the scheduling worked out, it'll be a month before everybody else gets to hear it. So between when people are hearing this and when they, yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's, that's, uh, two more people in the, uh, three timer club. <laughs> do I need to, do I need to like, do I need to do like the five timer club with, uh, with, um, uh, that Saturday night live has for these things. Um, you might have to, yeah, I don't know where I'd like put the, the hat trick now. Yeah, you're yeah. not the only one who's had it though. So, mm -hmm. um, all right. So, um, can you introduce yourself significantly better than I just did and remind people what it is you do? So, my name is Reagan Earl. Um, I'm the one that designed the official Productivity Alchemy Remarkable template. For Kevin. Yes. Uh, but my day job is um, I work for a real estate company, the same real estate company that I've worked at uh, during the last two interviews. Oh, yes. Um, I have more of an all-around admin role now than I did before. Mm -hmm. So I still do some of the marketing, but they gave me a new title of data analyst, which... <laughs> I'm not sure how much of a data analyst I would be considering. I just, I manually pull data and stick it on a pretty infographic for the agents to use in their marketing. That's um, still some sort of analysis. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, I don't do any special programming or anything other than pivot tables on Google sheets. Look, as far as I'm concerned, pivot tables on Google sheets are black fucking magic. I'm a witch. <laughs> um, I also do things like review contracts for compliance to make sure, you know, they're fully executed dates, signatures, that kind of stuff. And mm -hmm. uh, I just recently started um, processing commission checks. So that's what I do. Wow. Yeah. I wear a lot of hats. Well, I mean, you, so. you wore a lot of hats before, but this more is more hats. Yeah, more hats, but and more responsibility. Mm hmm Like yeah, anytime money one's fun. <laughs> yeah, that that's that's the thing that terrifies me. It's like, yeah, I, I am happy to do all sorts of things, but not handle the money. Handling the money, yeah. I will do anything to avoid handling the money um directly. Yes. Yeah, so, I think um, my largest deposit was one day was $118,000. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, I understand these terms in abstract and financial reports, but to hold that check in my hand, that would be yeah. Uh, terrifying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so has life, like last time I know you had just wrapped up like a mess. So last, okay, so to catch up, last time, so the last interview was right before the world shut down yep. in March. And 
I was concerned for the gov uh, the governor to shut down Colorado. Right. And I realized my biggest form of anxiety from that was whether or not I was going to be working from home. And my job told me to keep coming into the office. And I was like maybe one of three people in the office every day. Oh, boy. Everybody else was working from home. Right, um, right. A lot of the staff was on reduced hours. So in all reality, my life did not change much. Um, I was I was masking at work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh no, the the actually I was thinking you had just or were finishing settling your an estate at the yes. time. Yes. Yes. Um at the end of 2019 is when my mother's uh estate finally closed. So yeah. Right. Yeah, so the last topic was all about that mess. Yes. Um So yeah. Uh, so I, I was still going into the office every day and, um, I only ever saw like maybe two other people in the office at a time. Uh, everybody else worked from home and I realized that my biggest source of anxiety was the actual working at home part. Really? Because, yeah, because I have very specific set boundaries. Okay. At work, home is at home to the point where. As soon as as soon as my shift is up, my phone goes on do not disturb automatically until the okay. next morning until my until my shift starts again. Um yeah, so basically the only people that actually get through my do not disturb are people in my favorites list. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say, do, does does do you have now does that mean you have an office provided phone and a home phone or is it no. No? no. Okay. But you're it's using that priority mind. list to, uh-huh. yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. Well, I, I do have an office line, but it's currently mm. twinned to my cell phone. Okay. So yeah. if I so if I don't answer it on my cell phone, the voicemail just goes back to my office line, and I deal with it the next day. Right. Right. So. Okay. So yeah, yes. and then um, so yeah, so that happened, and then. During the pandemic, like it seemed half the world discovered, I discovered that I have ADHD. Ah, yes. And I got got tested for it, and I am officially diagnosed combined type of inattentive and impulsive. Oh, so you get the fun one, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And holy crap, medication has completely changed my life. (laughs) <laughs> I I love to hear that that you have yeah, something that so works for you at the moment yeah um, I'm on uh, Concerta right now and Wellbutrin oh and yes I dis- and I discovered that the stimulant helps to regulate my emotions mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the biggest thing that it does um it's starting to wear off now, but you know, because you can see I'm a little fidgety and stuff, but uh, that yeah. is excitement. But yeah, thanks to Ursula's journey, listening to what she would talk about with her ADHD, it's like, wow, I do that too. I do that one too. I do that too. And then I ended up on ADHD TikTok. <laughs> yeah. And ADHD. And it's just like, well, yeah, okay. 
yeah, the algorithm put me there. Um, and it was just like, I do all of this stuff. So then I contacted my doctor. He mm-hmm. um, referred me to an ADHD therapist, a different therapist than what, who I was seeing the first last time we talked. Right. And she's like, yeah, let's get you tested. And here I am. You know, we, uh, I am, I am not I, we are so thankful that we're able to help so many people discover these things. Um, uh, (laughs) For the listeners at home, we're doing this like the, you know, this is, this is uh, early, early. We just spoke to the cancer or to the, yeah, to the the cancer doctor, the chemo doctor um, today about what that looks like, what the schedule is going to be. And the number of people who have gotten one because of our discussion of Ursula's ADHD diagnosis have gotten tested and found out that, oh, yes, they do, in fact, have the ADHD um, or were like, OK, maybe I should check out that painful spot that wasn't there last mm-hmm. month or whatever. Um is just uh we're we're very grateful that we're able to inspire but we also want to stop and ask why do you need two random lunatics on the internet to get you to uh how is that how bad the system is broken um (laughs) seems so yeah yeah um i mean it's crazy or maybe I, i i or maybe you know what um maybe it's part of the destigmatization Look, look at me yeah. bringing out that $5 word. We're not afraid to talk about it. So people are not afraid to yeah. find out. Yeah. And I, right. Yeah. And I've, I've been very vocal about my own diagnoses and stuff. Mm-hmm. Diagnoses. Yeah. Um, I'm not ashamed to talk about the fact that I have ADHD because I hope it helps somebody else figure it out if they have it. Yeah. And honestly, I, might possibly also be on the spectrum, but I'm right. I'm not too interested in getting a diagnosis for that simply because I don't feel like that's a space that I want to take up to take away from other people. Mm-hmm. On the spectrum. Yeah. And I'm, I'm functioning just fine. It's just one of the things that I do for it is, okay, I think I might be, so I'm going to rearrange stuff in my life to better accommodate me. Right, right. To benefit from and, it. I mean, I don't need, I don't need medication. I really don't think I, you know, need an official diagnosis. But all of the online testing that I've done say that I yeah. could potentially have it. So, yeah, it's it's an interesting thing. Um, that may be one of the. I don't want to take up that space. I do not want to. You know, I can manage and accommodate myself. Um, but someday, yes, Sergey, it is dark outside. Um, and uh, but then the boss comes in who who isn't whatever, and you need you need the official diagnosis to get the accommodations, right? Yeah. Um, uh, because that is you know that is a thing that happens in some workplaces is yeah. you have a good manager or a good lead or something who's like, nope. We can work with this. We'll work around it. I have an amazing manager right now. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, but that could change. And suddenly, you know, if you don't 
have the right pieces of paper to that turn it into if you don't make accommodations there will be lawsuits then yeah yeah that's that's it's it's always a difficult you know i don't want to do this but i have to do this yeah and in my so, case my things that happen in my job don't negative negatively impact me enough me to yeah, yeah. seek those kind of accommodations and I don't really want to take the resources away from other people that need it more than I do. Oh, no, that's that's completely fair. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, does that mean that the tools you use and the systems have, have changed? Oh, my goodness. They have changed drastically. <laughs> I thought that was where this was going. Uh-huh. So... Originally, back in, you know, I don't know, year one or two that you were doing this, I had everything in a bullet journal, and uh, I discovered that uh, bullet journaling is boring. The repetitiveness of it is boring. So then I started doing online solutions, and the mm-hmm. second interview, I was talking about using Google Calendar for all of my tasks. Now, yep. I am using Notion. Which is a great tool, if it works for yeah. you. Mm-hmm. And um, I was using ClickUp for a while, but I didn't like the way that its uh, recurring tasks system worked. Um, yeah. So now, and, and I think in, in that case, it was more along the lines of uh, it wasn't really working for me at the time. I have a feeling now, knowing what I know now, it might work better, but I'm doing great with Notion. Yeah, no, and that's uh, one thing I have noticed very commonly, and since you're also a longtime consistent listener, you might have as well, is that uh, often when someone has ADHD or ADD, that happens. They have to change systems Mm -hmm. because a system will stop working. I mean, for me, it's, I have the tinker problem. Mm -hmm. If I can, I will tinker with the system until it, until it could work and doesn't work. And then I'm like, oh, well, it doesn't work anymore. I'll go to the next thing, which is why I went, uh, as a, everyone is aware by now, uh, why I went to the, the bare bones, um, you know, as described on the website and in the, the little handout that comes with it now, bullet journal, like in the purest, I'm not drawing decorative things. I'm not mm-hmm. laying out monthly spreads, you know, everything in advance. Yeah. I'm, it is pure. And, you know, I don't do today's task. I don't set up today's task list or anything until I'm literally sitting down first thing in the morning. Yeah. Because otherwise I'll tinker and it's, you know, uh, and everything else is too much. Like too yeah, heavy. Yeah. Every, everything else is too much. is too overwhelming. And then mm-hmm. tinkering, it's like you get lost in it. And next thing you know, Two hours have gone by, and it's like, crap, I missed the deadline. Yep. Oh, yeah. So, uh, but Notion Notion is incredibly powerful. What What are the, like, uh, Sergio, really? <laughs> now is not time, buddy. Um, uh, so, that's the perfect time. Yeah, of course. Uh, the... Are you using any specific templates? Did you make your own? Are you just using its so, bare like card functionality? So I, when uh, you started talking about building a second brain, 
mm-hmm. I started looking into it and I discovered a guy named Thomas Frank who built the ultimate brain template for Notion. Ah. And I went ahead and purchased it. It's a $60 template. And I tinkered with it and I fiddled with it. And I had a hard time wrapping my brain around the whole Mm -hmm. system. And Sergey, don't knock that stuff off the shelf. Oh, no, that's what he does. Here, let me, I'll at least move my, I, by the way, do you have dice slings yet? No. Okay, I'm being I'm being bad, folks. If if obviously you've seen Honor Among Thieves. Yes. So Hasbro, who owns D and D as well as Transformers, has made no dice. These are D20s. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. These are D20s that transform, and there's a white dragon. And let's see if I can remember how to get this one open. There's a white dragon and a black dragon and an owl bear and a beholder. And if I can get this, if I can remember how to make this little guy work just right, um, I will show you this one and you will be like, oh my God, I need that so bad. Um, well, I mean, I, I can already I tell. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's it's a, a danger in the D&D world is because yes, now I need all of these things. How does this piece, this, this one, arg, the hinges, it's all, it's like, I got it. I got it open and together the... Ah, now I remember. Um, I got it open together the first time, and now I'm having trouble getting it the second time, and where's the next... So I'm just going to continue to fiddle with this, and I will show it to you when it's done. Um, I mean, this is... Yeah. If we're going to get off topic a little bit, I went to the fan event for the D&D movie and got the map. You've got the cloth. Oh, okay. Okay, I, I got to see it like four days before anybody else did. You know, There's where not that not just me, but other people with us. Well, yeah, of course, of course. So and then once there it, it hit uh, cable, I rented it. Oh, I, I didn't bother. Time. I we didn't bother with <laughs> renting. The moment it landed on um, on streaming, I was just like, no, yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just buying it for uh, on Apple TV on on uh-huh. you know. And I, I just have it now so that we can stream it whenever. Here we go. Okay, I've got it now. Um, this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to end up purchasing it. I mean, it's the, it's the best D&D movie I've ever seen. They did have done such, like, the amount of yelling, oh, my God, that paladin is perfect. Um, the paladin uh-huh. is so perfect. Uh, uh-huh. And the Easter eggs and everything. There we go. That is. Yeah. There. It was everything I was hoping there's, it would be. There's what this D20 turns into. It's a, a mimic! A little time, <laughs> yes. It's like the perfect thing for a, a, a transforming D20 is a mimic. Um, yes. All right, so... Um, dicelings? Dicelings, yes. And I have, I think... That. I have everything but blue dragon, white dragon, black dragon, or no, that's... Uh, no, the blue one's a beholder. Um, blue dragon, um, owl bear, black dragon, um, mimic, and uh, they do not have chonky dragon. I would love chonky dragon. I mean, Ember everybody Tower. loved. Him. Yes, everybody loved him. Yeah. Oh, oh, his tongue. I didn't realize his tongue actually folds out and gets even longer. So, <laughs> yeah, no, this is this is great. 
That's amazing. This is yeah. This is this is what happens, people, when you get, really get into a fandom. It it is uh, yeah. Anyway, um, back to anyway. Notion. <laughs> Notion, yes. So yeah, so I purchased his ultimate brain template, and I had a hard time wrapping my brain around how the parasystem worked, specifically right. areas and resources. Oh, I know. And yeah. I've been watching his videos on YouTube because he does like Notion for beginners. He he does YouTube tutorials on how to do Notion stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, and then he talked about combining areas and resources into one thing, you know, into one bucket. Well, yeah. And that kind of cleared everything up for me. So now I have, um, and of course, Notion just recently rolled out the ability to make recurring projects. Oh, projects. So a lot of my work tasks now, things like uh, the, the, the stats that I pull on Friday, the newsletter that I do on Monday, mm-hmm. um, they're a project that uh, gets automatically created on the day. And Notion also has buttons that you can create that will create pages within the database. And so I, so in the in this project template, like say my newsletter project template, yeah, 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 yeah. That particular template is set up to uh, to repeat every Monday, mm-hmm. and in it, in the template is a button that I can hit, and it'll create a list of tasks that I need to do for that newsletter. Oh my gosh! And then on top of that, in that mm-hmm. project template is a. Um, Sorry, grandma's clock is going off. Um, uh, no, that's, that's yeah. Uh, we, we will finish this part up, and then we have to take the break so that I can go, we can go make sure our chicken chickens have all gone in. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, in that project template, it also references a notes database. So, any notes that are related to a specific resource are automatically in that project. So, things like the template for the newsletter, um, the email, the the Gmail label uh, link to the uh, article, the emails reference, you know, for articles, yeah, 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 yeah. newsletter, yeah. that kind of stuff. So that's one of the tools that I use to help me. Wow, you know, I've been looking at Notion for um, helping me with uh, Magfest and how we do our reports and and talking our incident reporting and all that stuff. And this just makes me want to go back and look at it again. Yeah, look um, up Thomas Frank on YouTube. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of tutorials on how to use it and a lot of great ideas on what you can do with it. Oh, you can do so much with it. That's I and think that's part of my problem is you can do so much with it. Yeah, so. and you can easily get lost in the yep. minutia with it. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to pause the recording and uh, okay. the people at home won't notice any difference, but um, I'm going to go put chickens away, so... And chickens have been put away. This is a thing that happens. Um, so yes, Honey, every every time you mention that on the podcast, I just imagine you, you like sticking them on a shelf in the closet. It, you know, it feels like it. Some nights I, I go out, and uh, Lucky and Clotho and Barbarian are just sitting on top of the coop. Doors all closed, and they're just like, no, we're totally staying here. And I have to literally have to pick them up, open a door, put them in one at a time. And yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a thing. Oh, of course now. Yeah. 
Um, so, all right, we were talking about Notion. We had finished talking. I uh, buttons to create things, reference to notes of the DB, automatically link things, pull in Google yep. Docs. I totally need to go look at Notion about automating or, or doing things better for uh, for Magfest. Um, yes, they've also incorporated um, AI for things like you know writing brief descriptions of stuff. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I don't think I want. I would want to enable that for like a con security reporting thing, but sure. it's pretty cool. Um, um, I don't know. Maybe it will be able to write my, uh, maybe I can try it and it'll write my, uh, my after action report for me. That would be, that would be ridiculous is what that would be. <laughs> actually, actually just, just recently, like I want to say in the last month, they introduced using AI to create projects. Well, that was exciting because we were talking and suddenly uh, the recording said, whoops, I lost the input stream. And I'm like, uh-oh. And so we're picking up. I, we, were, we had started talking about how Notion was incorporating AI and you did something neat with it. Or it can do yeah. projects. Yeah. Yeah. So in the last, I want to say the last month, maybe two months, uh, they just introduced the ability to use AI to create a project. So you can do a thing that says create a project that does this, and it'll then it'll create what it thinks is a series of tasks associated with that project. See, that's 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 kind of cool. Um, yeah. Again, I don't know if I it's something like. Yeah, my primary I haven't use played case, with it yet. Yeah. Oh. yeah, I haven't yeah. fiddled with it yet, so. I don't know exactly how it works, but I wouldn't be surprised if good old Thomas Frank did a video on it on YouTube. Right? Yeah, definitely <laughs> going to have to go look at his stuff and his videos and things. Um, yeah. All righty. Um, so, yeah, Notion, Notion, Notion. Notion is, I mean, it's really cool. And for my personal yeah. stuff, it's often way too much. So, yeah. but there are places where I keep going, you know, this may be the right use case and trying. Yeah, and it does, so, it does have team functionality and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. Wow. So that that's a huge change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, did any of the, the tool, any other things like change on that? Have you adopted Notion for other things at this point? Are you running campaigns in Notion? Oh, no. I, I tried. <laughs> right? Well, yeah. and, and a lot of it, too, is... Um, my approach to running D and D campaigns is prep the day before, you know, yeah. and just fly fly by the seat of my pants. I I run modules most of the time. I don't really do any homebrew stuff. Um, I do kind of put my own spin on things, but um, I need like a, a published adventure or whatever to work off of. Oh, that's and, actually what I'm doing now. Yeah, and I'm not running so much right now either uh one of mm. the guys in our friend in our group is he's running D now so i have a wild mage tabaxi sorceress who her whole thing is fiddling with cards so she's essentially kind of like gambit except crazy i mean it's it's better than a a you know slightly unwell um warlock 
whose imaginary friend is now his archfey patron, um, who goes homicidal anytime, like not not homicidal is uh, is the wrong, um, like world-ending level of upset and angry mm-hmm. when uh, when his familiar is dispelled. Yeah. Um, my character, the the transition from Ursula GMing back to me GMing was uh, we introduced her character and my character said, well, uh, I think I need to go get counseling for anger management and all my chickens need therapy. So, and everybody was like, you think? Yeah, and then apparently you killed a horse and then the party I did not. Nuts. I. I didn't mean to. It was one of those things, but it certainly it certainly got them aligned on things and and up the stakes. Like when when in doubt, everybody who's listening who's a GM, just understand mm-hmm. this. When in doubt, um, go for the pet. And yeah, yeah, that just that that changes. You know, everybody's just everybody's just like, oh no, you did not. So so. So would that make Phil Coulson the Avengers pet? I'm thinking. Um, <laughs> but only but only in, in the first movie. Like yeah. I know there's a whole thing with Agents of Shield, blah blah blah. Um Yeah. Yeah. We won't get into that because there's no. there's a lot of that's that's the part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe that I am not up on is those TV series. So I, I've I've seen a couple of seasons of it, and from what I understand, they didn't yeah. do a very good job with it. Yeah. So anyway, as long as they cast somebody other than Nick Cage as Ghost Rider, we're good. It's um. <laughs> Come on, I loved him as Ghost Rider. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> thinking of just just thinking of flops, thinking of movie flops. We watched um, we watched the David Harbor um Hellboy. Oh, I I refuse to watch that one. It it has some good scenes and some good one lines, and oh my god, Baba Yaga is amazing. Like just that, it is if if you can just skip to Baba Yaga, then it's then you will see see what I consider the best part of the movie. Um, well, I am running a Baba Yaga campaign. Yeah, huh? Um, but uh, when when it yeah. Yeah, when it came out, apparently David Harbour called up Ryan Reynolds and said, I think this movie is going to be a flop and a potential career ender. How did you get past it with Green Lantern? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. So, yeah. So yeah, all right. We we're geeking. We're we're sidetracking. Uh-huh. We're geeking. Um, all right. So um, <clears throat> so you've changed. You've changed notion for work. 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 Uh, did anything? I, I'm guessing things changed at home. No. No. Home is still chaos. Okay. Yeah. This, home is this still is a thing that, unbridled chaos. This is a thing that happens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my home life does. Uh, I, I don't have a whole lot going on in my home life. I mean, mm. the weekly D&D game, the occasional yeah. doctor's appointment, but things like, you know, going out and doing this and going out and doing that. I mean, a lot of it's all 
spontaneous fly by the seat of the pants or you know if, yeah. it, if there is a trip that i'm planning for it's planned months in ahead you know yes so, yeah no like oh doing stuff around the house like cleaning and whatever it's just whenever the whim happens to take us or whenever i happen to have the executive function to do it mm-hmm. which half the time isn't very often yeah uh, so. uh as we like to say i'm the one with executive function in the relationship so yeah um, yeah that would be my husband Yes. Um, so, <laughs> you know, but that's, that's important. And, and you have time for doing the things you like to do and no pressure. And you're not like having to push yourself to be productive at home. You don't have any side yeah. things or deadlines or anything like that. Yeah. So that's nice. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, and I guess everything just, uh, the habits haven't, I don't think have changed. It's how you're using them. Am I right um, on that? Or are you about to correct the hell out of me? Well, kind of yes and no. So, okay. So the, like the habits and things. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that I know that, you know, I can't tell time in my brain. Oh uh, yeah. ADHD yeah. And time blindness. I set alarms for everything now. Like for example, this interview, I had an mm-hmm. alarm set to go up five minutes before the interview. Granted, I logged on 10 minutes before the interview, but... Well, yes. Um, That's the anxiety that you'll be late. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I My FBI listening device, I have an Echo. Yeah. Every day at work, she tells me at 8.30, it's time to go to work. Here's the weather. Here's the traffic. Every day. I mean, uh, every day yeah. And then on the weekends at 9 a.m., she's like, don't forget to take your meds because the weekend routine is just up in the air. Right. Um, but other things like uh, I write things down now so I can either you know schedule them or create a task in Notion at work. Mm-hmm. So if somebody calls me and says, hey, I need you to do this, I write it down, and then I turn it into a task in Notion. Um, one habit that I recently started, uh, like in the last, I want to say, month, is there's an agent in my office. I'm actually working out of a different office now, but there's an agent in right. my office who for the last 10 years has been using his Franklin Covey planner as a daily Oh, yeah. Panel. Okay. And he writes, he comes in, the first thing he does is he writes down everything he did the day before. Mm-hmm. And he has last year's, the the same month last year in his current planner so that he can okay. see what he did this day that last year too. And he uses that as a way to stay productive on his end. I'm doing it just so that I can remember my life. Well, yeah. Because I have a mind like a steel trap, resting illegal in forty-eight states. Um, uh, that's 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 uh, what was it? Um, we've been rewatching Adventure Time, and uh-huh. um, it was the Ice King who was like, "Yes, I have the um, I what I have the the attention span and the short-term memory of a goldfish." Really? Yeah. That's that's really difficult. Hey, who are you? I'm the Ice King. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So a lot of, yeah, so with AD, that's one of the things I learned with ADHD is we have yeah. a really poor working memory. So mm-hmm. 
And there are huge swaths of my childhood I do not remember. So I've started, I've adopted that habit is in the morning mm-hmm. at work, I don't necessarily do it on the weekends unless right. you know, the inspiration strikes me. But at work, I have a statology journal. Um, it has Tomo River paper on it. Like oh, Obama God, that's so, did. yeah. And the reason why I switched to that as opposed to a Hobonichi is, so I have a Hobonichi Teco Abec. Uh, yeah, the, the, like the, the weekly companion, the, the, the. This is the daily. The, um, the daily. Okay. Yeah. So day, Not the cousin. Day. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's the, it's the A, A6 size. Right. Um, oh God. It's too small for my eyes these days. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's just fine for me because I don't really get very verbose when I'm writing stuff mm-hmm. down. But uh, the reason why I switched to the statology is, in a way, it's kind of undated. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas with the Hobonichi, I would have like weeks of empty pages, and it's and it would be disheartening to look at that. I think they just launched an undated line. Yeah, they do have a day-free version. Mm-hmm. I wanted one right now with no dates and stuff on it. So, that, yeah, stat- yeah, yeah. And compared to Hobonichi's, a statology notebook is seventeen bucks. Well, yeah, you don't you don't <laughs> have to import it from. Yeah, no. Yeah, well, I, I order my stuff from JetPen, so you know it's not bad. Yes. Um. So yeah, so I I I do that um, every morning now at work. First thing I get in. And I write down what I did the day before and maybe mm-hmm. write down some of my thoughts of what I'm going to do today, you know, things okay. like that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so that's one of the habits that I have. Um, I'm going to ask the question. You're using yeah. you're using the fancy Tomo River paper. What kind of pen are you using? Uh, right now, just a straight-up ballpoint pen, but it's a fancy copper handmade uh, steampunky looking ballpoint pen with That's, uh, just yeah. standard ballpoint inserts. But it's a it's a it's a really heavy fat pen. Actually I'm gonna get it and show it to you. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know we are pen nerds. Oh yeah. Yeah, I got the Hobonichi Teco cover. Yes, I love the Teco covers. Yes. Yeah, you know, and then, uh, you know, just all those fun little inserts and mm-hmm. things, and then the little book. But so, oh yeah, the pen that I have. That looks like I picked it up at some art show. I was going to say that looks an awful lot like the. Um... Uh, Retro Forty One. Uh, this this was handmade by some guy. Yeah, yeah, but it's a it's a twist to bring the point out kind of deal. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I can refill it. I just got to figure out what refills fit in it. All right, I'm going to show you this, and people get to yeah, that looks like a fairly standard like a cross or something. All right, yeah, I'm because I haven't figured out what to ink it yet. With I bought my I bought my dream pen. I broke yeah, down a Frisbee? A... No. No. It's a it's a Namiki. 
Okay. This and everybody at home go. Yeah, no, I I saved up and had an installment plan for this sucker. This oh, yeah, is because really good fountain pens. You need that. Yes, this is the Pilot Namiki Royal Rooster Mackie E. That is inlaid gold paint into carved mm -hmm. lines on it with a gold mm -hmm. tip, and it is. When I find I I, it's like I don't want to put just blue ink in it that comes with it because that just seems not nice to the pen and so I got in because sometimes you just like there has to be the right ink for the right pen and I saw yeah. a Canadian company that has an exclusive on a ink called colored ginger chicken and <laughs> that sounds perfect <laughs> and yeah so now I have to ink the pen and um Yes, now that the, the ink arrived. But, you know, that was one of those, well, I could just, could I, should I just put right writer's blood just seems just not good enough for this pen. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Ginger chicken. Yeah. Great. Yeah, and I think I may have seen that pen in the Fountain Pen Hospital catalog. Yes. I still um, get that on occasion. Oh yeah, no, that's 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 incredibly dangerous. I've I've had to stop with that, and uh, you know. So, yeah. So right now it's just a basic ballpoint pen. Um, I'm probably gonna see if I can get a refill for it. That's more gel ink than anything yeah. else. Um, Tomo River Paper takes fountain pen ink like a freaking dream. It takes all ink like a dream, I think, except like uh, specific markers. Uh huh. It's yeah um, no yeah and, and the problem is is from what I from what I understand the um uh, the Hobonichi company uh, in 2024 I I think 2024 is the last year that they're going to have Tomo River paper or maybe 2023. Well, the um, the problem was there was um. Like the factory went out of business, or there was yeah. something with the manufacturer, and so uh -huh. there is someone else making it, but the paper isn't like most of the reviews are the paper is not quite the same, and so yeah. I figure that's just a matter of time. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, uh, it's not the brand and the the paper type is certainly not gone. It's just. Um, they're having some quality issues right now since the changes. Um, yeah. And we'll see. Well, you know, I, I, I actually have faith that they'll get it sorted because it is such an iconic brand and a very particular feel and type. And so, you know, maybe the oh, yeah. tech owned, has to skip a year or two on that and then can come back to it. Or maybe they have found an even better paper at which point everyone will run out and buy it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, journaling about my emotions and stuff and what I did and things like that. Mm -hmm. So that's that's a habit that I've that's another thing I learned about ADHD. It takes us three times as long to pick up habits. Oh yeah. Which holy crap. Um so yeah. Uh, and the I amount of anxiety changes. Yeah. So yeah, that's those are oh, and then um, a few other fun little things like so I discovered that I have drop zones. 
Mm-hmm. So I come home, I kick off my shoes at the door. There used to be a pile of shoes at the door. Now they're in a fancy little cloth basket. So they're not. All but it's the same feet. zone. Yeah. It's the same zone. Mm-hmm. My purse goes in the same place every day. Otherwise, yes. I'll miss this stuff. My lunchbox goes in the same place. It's not the best place, but the same place every day. So I've identified drop zones and I've optimized them for, you know, what I do or yeah. how I live. I keep so. meaning to get a, a drop zone tray for where Ursula puts her keys, phone, and reading glasses when she gets home. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But we are there there is some resistance to the idea that not having it on the flat table will be confusing and alarming um oh not having it well then get a like a like a really i don't know a a fancy bowl or tray that she would like to look at all the time uh no no it's it's much more of the there's a thing in the place where i should put things yeah that's yeah and that yeah that throws her off. So maybe we'll fig- a clear we one. will figure it out. Yeah. Maybe a clear one. Who knows? Maybe a clear one. Um, no, the big thing is most of the time when we have drop zones for things in on the kitchen table, they get used for other things when she's not around because mm-hmm. cats. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Um, Yes, ADHD, it takes three times as long to cement habits, but, and then, dear God, don't do anything to disrupt it, because that is the worst thing, possible thing in the world you can do. Oh, yeah. Ask me how I know. Um, <laughs> Trust me, I know that quite well. It's like, oh, yeah. well, I, I missed today, I might as well just give up. Uh, no, it's, it's, it's worse than that. It's, it's much more of a, uh, uh, or or if it's cemented in far enough, any change in the routine, any disruption is, you know, uh, and causes anxiety and, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, a whole lot of negative stuff um, that, you know, then you have to rebalance and, and work with. Um, yeah, because, so. you know, all the negative stuff, it's like, okay, well, we need to avoid the avoidance part sense that sets in. Yep. You know, until you can get it back on balance and right where it's supposed to be, and then everything's happy. Yeah. So, uh, cool. Um, so what you're saying, though, in all of this is your daily routine hasn't changed for squat since we ta- talked last, because you didn't have to change to working from home. You didn't have to change <laughs> no. your, your workflow. Uh, yeah. No. I mean, yeah. you did, but you didn't. Yeah. Yeah minor minor things have changed but overall no not really mm-hmm. but i have offloaded a lot of stuff that i used to forget to do into mm-hmm. things that would remind me to do the things like in, in a way i kind of built mm-hmm. my own second brain well yeah no that's the, i mean that's sort of the uh that's sort of the idea. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a lot of discussion out there about second brains, just sort of as a, as a general thing, not specifically with um, uh, Tiago's methods, 
with the mm -hmm. specific, you know, building a special, a second brain course. There are lots of ways to do it and make it work and make it work for you. Um, mm -hmm. The big, you know, the, the big thing is I, I think uh, Tiago has the, um, has the branding and the attention right now, but yeah. um, you know, this, this sort of knowledge, personal knowledge management is the broader mm -hmm. category uh, has been growing a lot of steam out of the uh, personal information management tools and movement of, well, let's just call it the last century at this point. Yeah. Um, because, you know, uh, you, you, s God, I miss, I miss my, my personal information managers that are just, that just no longer exist. You know, the, the all in ones, here's the thing. That's my email and my calendar and my contacts and my notes and my, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And in, now I have to find, you know, Oh, I have to load a different web page for this. I have to load a different web page for that, you know, kind of want to, burn the new outlook to the ground where it's like, oh, you mean I have to load another app to get to my to-dos? What is this nonsense outlook? Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's the whole, that's the whole thing. Like second brains is, is very much part of the, the personal knowledge management, mm -hmm. uh, you know, movement and area now that used to be, you know, predominantly the uh, personal information management. Yeah. So. Yeah. And a lot of the other habits and stuff that I've done work wise mm -hmm. is um, if I'm in the middle of the project, I close my email. Oh yeah. Especially if it's something I like, I need to, you know, focus on. Um, I just, you know, I, I work out of Gmail, Google email. Um, right. And, you know, and I'll have it open in the tab, you know, just to monitor things. But if I, if there's something I need to concentrate on, I just close that tab. Um, I try to stay inbox zero as much as possible. So oh God, yeah. one of the things that I do with that is uh, if something comes into my email that says, Hey Reagan, I need you to do a thing. I have a notion plug-in attached to my Gmail to where I'll just uh -huh. tap the plug-in, have the email open, and it'll say, okay, what database do you want to put this in? Mm -hmm. So if it's a note or a task, it, that particular database gets selected, I hit a button, and then I can just archive the email. Because one of the cool things that this Notion plug-in does is it gives you a link to the original email in Google. Mm -hmm. So then you can just click on the link, and that whole email thread just opens up. Quick capture, boom, done. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the that's one of the things that I do. Um, yeah. And then another thing I discovered is a lot of the deadlines that I have are all self-imposed deadlines. So those are the worst kind. My therapist has helped me identify that, and, she, and she'd be like, "Well, why are you having so much anxiety around these deadlines?" It's like, "Well, I do these every day at this time, and if they don't get done at this time." She's like, what's going to happen? Is the building going to burn down? And I'm like, no. And I'm like, no. Okay. So I'm a little bit looser with those self-imposed deadlines. Mm -hmm. Really, the only major deadlines that I pay attention to are um, I do a weekly ad in our local newspaper. So I, those deadlines I have to pay attention to. And then any oh, yeah. events, events that we may have. 
those are deadlines I pay attention to. Or if somebody says, I need this thing by this time. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, these are these are all things that the... I notice these are all deadlines that are not under your control. So obviously there's going to be, because you're going to be, because you're not letting down yourself, you're letting down other people. Then right. they become much easier to manage and stick to. Um, what are you doing, Sergey? Yeah, uh, oh, God. All right, fine. Just don't throw <laughs> my stuff on the floor. That's all I ask. Don't throw my stuff on the floor. I know it's past our bedtime. Or it's, our, it's past our sit with Sergey in the bedroom time. Um, just deal with it. Um, <laughs> you want to talk about somebody who gets mad about being out of routine? Um, yes. Old man cat here. Um, but, yeah, the, self, the self-imposed deadlines, the only person you're actually letting down is yourself, and so there's actually a lot more pressure there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This is going so way deeper like, than I thought it was going to. Yeah. Yeah. So things <laughs> like, you know, it's like the, the, the newsletter I send out on Mondays. I used to be like, I have to send it out at this specific time. No, mm-hmm. it just needs to go out on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's actually funny. Um, when I was running late with Productivity Alchemy a couple weeks ago, um, and I forget why, I think I just had a doozy of a day. And I mean Tucker and Dale le- level, Tucker and Dale versus evil level doozy of a day. Yeah. Hopefully everyone gets that reference. And if they don't, then uh, I have a movie for you to watch. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, uh, and the podcast wasn't out at its usual time. Mm-hmm. And everybody, and there were a couple of people who were like, uh, are you okay? Like the podcast didn't release at the normal time. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, sorry. I probably should have posted, but I've been in an incident for work all day. I yeah. haven't had a chance to look at any of that. Yeah. No. Life got in the way. Yeah. Yeah. But um, again, the but my pub the publishing schedule on the podcast is all self inflicted. And yes, I had a lot of anxiety around. Oh my god, a lot of anxiety around getting pro- uh, getting Hidden Almanac out on time. Hmm. Like, you know, I, I was not going to miss an episode unless we could, you know, unless it was dire or we could warn the fans that, yes, we're taking two weeks off. Good good for you. Right. Um, yeah. You know, or because we pushed ourselves once to get all the episodes done in advance for like when we were going to be out for two weeks and we were just like, you know what? Let's not do that again. Too much. Yeah. Too, too much. Yeah. <laughs> Just say, hey, we're taking a two-week vacation. See you guys on the other side. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, most, most people will be pretty accommodating when it comes to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Do you have any new advice for people? Um, so... Uh, with my ADHD journey, of course, uh, just like everybody else, they get a new thing they're interested in, they hyper-focus on it. I started listening to a bunch of podcasts about ADHD to learn more about it. Okay. And I ran across one called um, the ADHD Money Talk Podcast by David DeWitt. And he brought up the concept of... 
one, put all your bills on auto pay in some form mm-hmm. or another. And two, if you're getting direct deposit on your paycheck, split it up into a bunch of different bank accounts for a bunch of different things. Yep. So I have a bank account for my emergency savings, which my truck ate through half of oh. last month. Um, so I, yeah, so I have an account that automatically gets, uh, $200 a month put into it for emergency savings for things like Mm -hmm. car explodes. I have another account that I use to save up for big, big purchases. Like if I want a new couch, washing machine, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, Yeah. 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 That one automatically gets money deposited to it per paycheck. And then I have my standard checking account which you know the paycheck get mo- the majority of the paycheck gets dumped into and then when the pay once the paycheck hits the account then i transfer like the amount that i need to pay my monthly bills into a fourth account that some of those bills draw out of right like my mortgage payment my utilities payment mm-hmm. stuff like that so that would be my advice. Interesting. And I mean, he's, I, he's got some good uh, episodes on budgeting and stuff for ADHD. Yeah, I'm. I'm. There is. Uh, I need to switch banks. Not just because I didn't choose to be with this bank. This bank was thrust upon me when my old bank merged with another one, and antitrust things happened. Um, yeah. But. I have been putting it off because it's such a pain in the ass mm-hmm. to update everything. And now I'm thinking this might be an easy way to do it. Mm-hmm. Right? Is to go in, go set up the account, go into my direct deposit and say, okay, we're just going to start putting this money into that checking account and let that, or that yeah. savings account or whatever, and let that build up. And then as I reach a point where I can, I have a month's worth of bills because there's going to be a disruption. Oh my God, is there going to be a disruption? Right. Yeah. Start switching the accounts over. Um, yeah. You know, because our bills are surprisingly a little variable because I'm also paying for my son's tuition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness for the Supreme Court ruling today. Oh God. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. yeah. No. The the they they just they're just yeah no not not mm-hmm. happening. None yeah. of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hey, um, how about that weather? No. Um, yeah. <laughs> come on. So, flip, so flip. yeah, that would be my advice: is mm-hmm. if you're, you know, if you get a regular paycheck like I do, or even mm-hmm. a not so regular paycheck, have different accounts for different things. Yep. And put a lot of your bills on auto pay. Oh God, yes. Then. You don't have to think about it. It just happens. I think I have like one recurring bill that is not on auto pay. And it's because I want to say 15 years ago, I had it on auto pay and things happened and it didn't auto pay like it was supposed to. And then they blacklisted me and said, you can't use auto pay anymore. Um, And I haven't... uh, and I haven't had a chance to check back if that, uh, you know, if if that bad mark has been removed now that my credit rating is significantly better. But yeah, 
knowing knowing you know little southern electric co-op we're talking about here it's probably like one strike you're out so yeah and you know and my my utility company decided to switch over to a completely new payment portal which jacked up everybody's payments so that's currently oh, yeah. on auto pay right now because well they like to draft my account twice for some dumb reason um so, i had one a, that was on auto pay and, all those yeah yeah. Yeah, no, I, I had one that was on auto pay. It was for uh, my car payment. And uh, mm-hmm. this was a particularly bad time in my life. And there was not money in there to take the to support the full car payment. And so what they did was they said, there's money in the account. We need to make the car payment. They pulled everything out of my account. And then they're like, that wasn't the full payment. And I'm like, but now I'm overdrawn for other things. And they're like, well, you need to put money in the account. I'm like, yes, I need to put money in the account because I have to eat and pay bills. And I put money in the account and the loan auto pay was like, oh, there's money in the account. And I went to draw it and pull it in and pull in the full payment again. Yeah. And I was just like, well, then we are not doing this anymore now, are we? Like yeah. <laughs> after, after three times of this happening in like a three day span, I was like, oh, I see. There is a bug and you're going to get reported, but also... No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it didn't credit any of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's another caveat to that is, you know, make sure that your bills aren't going to pull shenanigans. But. Right. There's a lot less anxiety about my bill situation now because of that. Oh, yeah. No. I know. Let's... It's like, all right, I got to make sure there's money in the bills and expenses account to pay the mortgage and pay the utilities. Mm-hmm. I know what days things get drafted and that kind of stuff. Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, arguably right now, I'm not paying mortgage. Ursula's paying mortgage because I'm paying for my oldest son's tuition. Uh Uh-huh. Which is actually more than the mortgage, so yeah. Uh, (laughs) On a monthly basis, not in full. Oh, my God, if that were in full, it would be a whole different... No, 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 no. Okay. So... This is where it's going to get interesting, because I bet this has changed a lot, and that is dealing with failure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, has has how do you deal with failure now versus then? Has that changed? Hasn't that changed? Is it a whole new world of suck? Um... <laughs> Actually, I am a lot kinder to myself now when I fail. Um... After the diagnosis, my self-talk mm-hmm. has changed, did a complete 180. Right. Now it's no longer, you know, you screwed up, what the heck, blah, blah, blah. Now it's like, well, that didn't work. Why didn't it work? Let's figure mm-hmm. out why it didn't work. Let's prepare for it to, let's prepare to make sure that doesn't happen again. Right. And that's pretty much it. I mean, um, why didn't it work? Were there any obstacles? What were the obstacles to keep this thing from working? All right, let's get rid of those obstacles. Right. That's another thing that I do. Um, yeah, and then I just prepare for future projects with you know those those things in mind. Um, mm-hmm. I tried to build a daily walking habit. Um, I'm still. It worked for a little bit mm-hmm. until I got moved to a different office. Because what I ended up doing was realizing, okay, I'm not going to go for a walk before work because my sense of time sucks. 
And right. I'm not going to be able to, I'll either be too early or I'll end up late. So I figured, okay, well then I'll go for a walk when I get home. And then that turned into, okay, I'm in the house. I don't want to leave the house. So, so much for walking. So then I decided, yep. okay, well then I'm going to, I'm going to go for a walk on my way home. Okay, where's a good safe place in this town that I would want to go for a walk that you know, would be also interesting? Always the question. The local cemetery. The local cemetery. We have a huge. Right. We have a huge cemetery in town. Gorgeous cemetery, and it was on the way home from work. So I had actually been able to do a, a daily walking habit. I would walk around in the cemetery, and I'm a fast walker. I can't tell time. For squat, so it'd be like a fifteen-minute walk. But hey, oh yeah, at least I was walking. Then they moved me to a different office, so now I have a completely different commute, and I haven't been out walking since. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, that's the sort of thing that'll throw the routine off, right? Yeah, um, but I was identifying my obstacles. You know, yes, it's not going to happen in the morning. It's not going to happen as soon as I walk in the door. Um. That's another thing that I learned is as soon as I take off my shoes, I'm done. Oh, if yeah. There's something I want to get done around the house. Don't take the shoes off. Don't sit down. Go do the thing. Yeah, it's sort of like I, I am I am fine with hanging with, with, you know, like my day doesn't start officially until I um, until I take a shower and put on clothes. Like, yeah. If I don't put on pa real pants, then mm -hmm. you, it, my day is just not my. It's not happening. It's not happening yet. Yeah. Right. My day doesn't start until I'm wearing pants. Um, yeah. So. And that's that's me on the weekends, or if I have a day off, you know, shower, put on pants, then do things. Otherwise, sit around the house. Right. <laughs> I mean, if it works. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah um yeah okay wow so not a whole lot has changed but the mental shift around it has changed a bit not not yeah not a lot has changed on the one hand but on the other everything's changed right mm -hmm. so there we go sorry i grabbed a I, I went to grab something and there was another diceling there which means I had to. Are you sure you, know, you don't have ADHD? No, not anymore. I've <laughs> I've I've hit a point where, uh, and honestly, I've been worse. I have been worse about this since I had COVID. It is something I have uh -huh. actively noticed, and I don't know if that's just because I didn't notice during COVID, or if you know that that enforced downtime has made me notice. But I'm wondering if. A, a one of you know it's there are some weird things covid does to people long term and i'm wondering uh -huh. if uh i somehow managed to you know what little borderline adhd i had is now much more much much not so much borderline anymore and yeah. um yeah see this one's the it red dragon awesome so yeah it might be a combination of the two, the forced downtime to like, just pay attention to, yeah. you know, day-to-day -day life. Um, Cause when you're working, you know, 
you're just going, 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 and you don't really have time to think about it. Oh no, I have I have days where uh, where I know I have stuff I need to get done, and it just doesn't, and and I cannot focus for for diddly squat. Yeah, it's not every day, but mm-hmm. um, it's it's disruptive enough that my my boss noticed, right? And I'm like, hmm, this is this is something I should maybe look into because if my boss is noticing and thinking it's something we need to bring up in a one one or mm-hmm. you know a quarterly review or whatever, um. Maybe this is something I should look at more more intensely. Right? Yeah, and there definitely seems to be a, a time of day issue where it's just like, yeah, it doesn't matter what happens at you know a certain time of day. My brain is just like, you're done now. Thank you very much. Yep. Um, so yeah, and I, I didn't I didn't realize how much medication made made a difference until I had a month without it because of the shortage. Oh and God, this yes. Just recently. Um, my fingernails were absolutely destroyed, you know, cause I'm a, you know, cause skin. Oh yeah. No, my stems. Um, I was drinking a lot more coffee, even in the, even in the later afternoon, just so I could focus. Ah, oh, yes. Self-medicating. Yes. <laughs> I used to hate coffee. I used to hate the taste of coffee. And then when I realized, oh, well, it could help you focus more. It's like, okay. So I figured out how to get Hook me it. up. Yeah. Yeah. Still, I'm still not a giant, huge, giant fan of it, but I cold brew I can handle. And so. there are some great cold brew recipes out there or just great pre-made cold brews. Yeah. The um, Khalifa Farms cold brews are my go-to at this moment. You can get those at the grocery store. I forget. Uh, I forget which one we get at the grocery store, but um, yeah, it, I of course I have to get you know the completely unsweetened, nothing, no milk, none of none of that stuff, unadulterated, mm-hmm. just plain coffee water, um, which is so hard to get. The, the the I call it Khalifa. I think it's more Califa. It's a California based brand. Um, of course, it is. Yeah, have, they do have unsweetened, just straight coffee. But I have to turn mine into like ice cream in order to be able to drink it. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if I do that, I end up with you know blood sugar spikes and all that yeah. bad stuff that I'm trying to avoid in the first place. So yeah. Um, which oh uh, bonus, I found out from my doctor that apparently if you're having a fasting blood draw, you can have black coffee. Ah, okay. So, because it does nothing to your, yeah. Yeah, it's just beans and water. Yeah, it does, and it doesn't impact your your glycemic at all, and I'm just like, oh, thank God. (laughs) Well, I mean, and I I guess that explains why, you know, it's really popular in a lot of keto diets and stuff, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it has it, it has no 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 carb impact whatsoever. Um, mm-hmm. Plain black coffee. All right, I'm gonna have to put that one down because I can't get it back together. Right, that one's the hardest one to do. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Other side of things. Um, do you celebrate your successes now? And if so, um, how? So that is still something I'm working on. Okay. Um, I still don't do the whole, okay, well, if I do this thing, then I can do this thing. But some of the things that I do do, which I used to do a long time ago, was the whole stuck the landing pose. Hands up in the air, 
Yes. Oh, yeah. You know, or one of the things I used to do years ago is like, I, if I figured out the thing, I'd throw my hands up in the air and go like, I am awesome. Right. So, so I do that one more often too. No, that's, that's still a celebration and that's, you know, that's a great start. Yeah. But like rewarding myself that no. And it's, it's the whole ADHD, you know, problem with authority thing. Because well, <laughs> I don't even, I don't even listen to my, you know, I don't follow my own rules half the time. I was, I was thinking more along the lines of, I'm a grown ass adult. Why should I, you know, I can, yeah. I'm a grown ass res- adult. All of my bills are paid. Why am I, uh-huh. you know, I will get a thing I want or need instead of putting it off forever. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so I don't necessarily reward myself, but I, I do when I remember to do it, kind of celebrate mm-hmm. my wins. Yes. And get excited about things. I just realized we have a question here you've never answered. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, you've been listening this entire time, so you know, since 2021, uh-huh. we've been doing charities. We haven't been asking for money. Oh, yes, that's right. And so. We ask our guest, what charity do you want our listeners to support? Who needs the money way more than the rest of us do? So, my... I like to support my local animal shelters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and my... The the Humane Society of the Pikes Peak region right now... Uh, they had a massive influx of animals over the last couple of weeks to the point where they had to put all they they they're having a sale on adoption fees. Mm-hmm. So support your local animal shelters. Yes. Um, and then I'm also going to throw out there the American Cancer Society because that was something that I supported when my mom was going through it, and I really like how they do stuff. I'm, you know, you like, know what? We're, they'll, they'll give we're you fans. free rides to appointments, things like that. Yeah. You know? No, we're fans. Uh, we just, um, we're, we're really hoping that we never have to take advantage of that. Yeah. Right. But it is yeah. there if you need it. Yes. And um, I mean, yeah, now, uh, now that, uh, cancer research and things have become very much more personal and direct in our lives than they were uh-huh. a month and a half ago. You know, um, yeah. it is, it is amazing. All of these services, all of these things that are being done um, that you have no idea about until you need them. And then yep, there's, there's suddenly things coming out of the water going, Oh, by the way, uh, here's a house cleaning service for people who just can't anymore. Um, here's, you know, here's the American cancer society's ride program. Here's this, here's that. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, there, you know, uh, how did boggling the amount of stuff that's available when you need it? Yeah. Well, and I think the other thing was, um, and then part of it was that we are right here by UNC. And so we have, you know, UNC and Duke and all the research hospitals and all that stuff right here that the moment the, the moment they were calling with the 
results of the biopsy they had already set up, like this appointment, that appointment. And it was like everything mm -hmm. started on autopilot and we didn't have to start to think, right? Mm -hmm. Like brain awesome. space was just left for, yeah. Um, so uh, I am all, all in on supporting these, you know, uh, yeah. the American Cancer Society and their associated organizations. Yeah. So rock on. But I do want to point right. out, stay away, mm -hmm. stay away from Susan G. Komen. Yes. Because 80% of the donations goes towards administrative stuff. Yes. A very high percentage of their donations go into people's pockets as opposed to cancer research and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's, that's one thing I am very, when I'm looking, when I'm researching, um, uh, there are a couple, and I don't have them off the top of my head. Um, uh, there are a couple places where you can look at those financial reports and say, mm -hmm. okay, you know, here's a grading on what this charity does. And believe it or not, um, I actually spend, if it's something I've never heard of, uh, mm -hmm. that a guest brings, I do, I do the background check to make sure that's mm -hmm. something we're going to feel comfortable putting on. You know, yeah. where's the money going? What's the, what's the whatever, you know? And, uh, uh, you know, that's, that's what it is, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, rock on. So, all right. Um, where can we find you online if you're comfortable sharing? I mean, other than, like, replies on my Twitter. <laughs> replies on your Twitter. Yes. I'm on Mastodon, so replies there, maybe. Uh, that, that Kofi store that I have that has your template in it. Yes. The rest of the, the rest of the internet and social media, I really don't care. Yep. I don't care and anymore. I have all those like <laughs> archived so yep. many places. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. And, uh, I was, uh, believe me, I was so bummed when those templates stopped working for me. What? Oh, Okay. They just yeah. stopped working. Yeah, they're just... For me, mentally, not yes. Okay, yeah. so maybe we need to revisit them. Well, no, no, because I now do my... I now do my every day, put it in my bullet journal just for that day. I... Uh -huh. Minimal, you know, I... I I am. I have gone back to pure list... Almost pure list basics. Uh -huh. um, and my God, it was so nice when we rolled into the very first appointment with her, um, uh, her surgeon mm -hmm. with Ursula's surgeon. And it was like, Oh yes, I have my, and this is a place I can put notes and I can put in the table of contents. This is where the notes are. And, yeah. um, you know, that's, that that's one of the really awesome things about bullet journals. Yes. And I'm just like, mm. um, but I'm still putting, Still putting the show notes in into my remarkable because yep. that is so much easier to manage than reams and reams of paper. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, you know, when, when you decide that the bullet journal's not working and you want to revisit, you know, remarkable. Oh yeah, yeah, no, uh, no. You know who to you know who to call. <laughs> I know exactly who to call. Ghostbusters. No wait. <laughs> Man, the people who don't get that joke are like, what are these old people laughing at? <laughs> <laughs>
So, yep. <laughs> um, uh, man, this has been fun. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, it was great any, catching up with you again. Yeah, always, always. And, you know, the offer is always open. Um, you know, drop me a note. We'll make it happen. Yep. Cool. Oh, right. And for the people at home, we'll be right back after this. <laughs> are back so uh reagan now is in the three times club i need to generate a list of all the people in the three times club uh <laughs> so no it was absolutely brilliant having reagan back on and i always enjoy our talks and i am looking forward to doing it again in i guess about a year probably so there's that we have a word this week uh, our word is tool change, T-O-O-L, change, not tool change, but tool change. Um, and you can take that word, phrase, however you want to do it, um, and go over to productivityalchemy.com and look for the activity code box and type in the word tool change and you will get a badge, a handcrafted, bespoke heirloom. No, it's not an heirloom badge, but you know what I mean. It's uh, I make a badge every week for the show, and so you can get yours by going to the podcast site and putting in the code. It's awesome. Uh, while you're there, check out the show notes, because I'm going to have all the links, or as many links as I can put in there, uh, to all of the things we talked about, and then... You can do other things while you're there, including, but not limited to, looking at past episodes, looking at show notes for past episodes, listening to those past episodes, dun, 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 uh, seeing a bio about for myself, seeing a bio for Ursula, um, seeing the list of charities that has replaced the forbidden link. We don't need your support. We, we, despite everything, we're doing good, uh, financially. And if that changes, we will tell you. So the only support we, we want is your moral support and your, you know, the liking and the sharing and all that shit. But in terms of money, you should give your money to other people, people who need it way more than we do. And this week, Reagan has suggested that you give your money to your local animal shelter. Uh, in the case of Reagan, if you want to specifically support Reagan's local animal shelter, uh, the Humane Society of the High Peaks region is the place to go. Um, if you are looking for something else, then the American Cancer Society is also highly recommended because, uh, you know, it's, it's become personal. I mean, it's always sort of been personal, but it's become personal in a lot of ways. A lot more personal, anyway. Um, so, yeah, that's 
it for me this week. I miss Ursula and being able to do our, our pithy little, you know, amusing end of show bit. But uh, I guess you'll just have to wait until next week for that. In the meantime, I want you all to go out there and uh, do your best to um, stay productive, whatever that looks like. And uh, in case she's listening, healing and resting is productive.